welcome to Amiga Ireland. I'm Irla. I'm Rob. And I'm Luke. We've seen some news over the years of really interesting uses of Amiga, whether it's controlling an air conditioning system of a school or a part of a former NASA operation. Uh, one of the most interesting examples, if not the most interesting, is Bambi Amiga, which is an Amiga 1200 still running today and offering services that you might not expect. The man behind it is Darren Glenn, and he's with us today. Thanks for joining us, Darren. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah. Fair play. <laughs> We've uh, been meaning to um, connect with you for quite a while, actually, so it's nice to finally um, get connected with you. Thank you. Um, to start off, um, I'd like to ask you, um, I'd actually like to ask you about some Amiga events you've been to recently, because you've been on tour, you've been to Amiga Ireland and Workbench 2019, and I know you've been to the Scotland event, so are you still on tour or are you on IATAS now? Well, yeah. Um, so 2018, I decided as my uh, New Year's resolution that I would try and uh, visit every uh, UK-based Amiga event across the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, that didn't quite work out to plan, but I, I did get to uh, Glasgow, got to um, uh, Swag, uh, got to Ireland, of course. Uh, there's a couple more I want to hit this year if I can. So Norwich is on the agenda. Brilliant. And so is Amiga North Thames. <laughs> Brilliant. Looking forward to, to seeing you there. Was it this month? Yes, I believe the next event is uh, February something or other. That's right, indeed. Yeah, um, probably won't meet that one, but hopefully the one after that I'll be there. Okay, anyway, still looking forward to seeing you. Brilliant, thank you, Lucas. And uh, we'd like to ask you a bit about your computing roots in a little while, but first, can you tell us what Bambi Amiga is and what services it offers? Okay, so uh, Bambi Amiga is an Amiga 1200. It runs an O30 processor with 32 megabytes of fast memory. Um, It has been working as a web-based server since 2005. Um, Part of it, I offer uh, FTP server, I offer Telnet, I offer uh, HTTP, so websites, and I can also offer um, email hosting as well, if required. So it's just there for people that want to run their websites. I, th- I think it's quite cool. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's cool as well. Absolutely, yeah. It is yeah. very cool. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Um, and of all, the, of all the stuff, all the separate services that you have there, what would be your most popular? Um, web, web-based service, I would have thought. Uh, run a couple mm-hmm. of uh, small user groups on there. But the, the biggest traffic I get is from the uh, Amiga History site that I host. Uh, that ah. probably generates for maybe nearly a half all traffic. Oh, very good, yeah. yeah. It's a fairly well-known site as well. Yes, and not, not really available in, on the main servers anymore, I understand. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, have, you have, have, you, have you ever heard anyone doing it uh, before? You know, like uh, such, such services running Amiga? Yes, I think back in the sort of the early 2000s, there was a, a couple of people that were running uh, uh, web-based servers. I remember one guy um, quite clearly, a guy in America. He used to run a web server called Zyaspace. Oh, okay. And he actually ran a 1200 in a rack mount in a server farm. Mm-hmm, okay. uh, but, that, but, but, but that ran NetBSD, so it's a bit of a, uh, mm. bit of a change of direction. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyone, you know, like uh, the present time, apart from you? Not that I know of. I, I'm sure there probably will be somebody out there, but uh, nobody that I know of. Okay. Mm. Yeah, that's, that makes it even cooler, then. <laughs> Thank you. And it's it's a lot of services you offer them. And even to run all those services, let's say, at home on your own machine, if it's an ARM base or whatever, like a Linux box or something, that's it's a lot. Like, things do go down from time to time. Does, does all of this take up a lot of your time or maintenance on your part? 
No, very, very little. In fact, um, Bambi will happily run along for probably up to a year before it needs rebooting. And in fact, <laughs> usually because I live in a village, it's normally the power supply that lets out before the before the Amiga sort of uh, <laughs> crashes and resets. Very good. That's that's impressive, especially for for an Amiga. You know, it's not not intended for that kind of uptime. No, um, it, it astounds me. I don't I don't know how he does it, but he just does. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, tell us about the name. Bambi Amiga, what's what's the story there? So, um, a bit of a long story. So, back in around about the year 2000, I was um, uh, sort of designing a website called intuitionbase.com mm-hmm. um, and I needed a way of testing the code that I was writing quickly. So, I decided to set up a, a local server at home, which was Bambi. Um, the name Bambi comes from the fact it was the name of, it, of the machine on my, my local network. So, I used to have um, Bambi, which was what it is now. I had Baldrick, which is my, my PC. <laughs> um, Mindy, which was my main Amiga, um, and a few other names, all sort of network. So Bambi kind of stuck, and it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's still there to this day. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. And um, um, who designed the logo, if I may ask? Oh, I did. Um, I used oh, okay. uh, a software package called Perfect Paint, which on the Amiga. I just uh, did a bit of googling and cut and pasted. I think it's quite it's quite uh, um, mm-hmm. apt for the for the server that it runs on. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. And um, one thing I've noticed, um, like I visit, I visit your site from time to time, and um, I actually have uh, something. Uh, I have a, a web, a web thing there that I have yet to complete. But um, I, I'm really impressed by. I was looking at the history site today. Was one uh, your the Mega history section, but not just that. Um, I was looking at um, some Mega OS guides, some show reports you had from uh, of events back in the early noughties, Lightwave tutorials and old Amiga ads. There's all kinds of stuff on it. Like it's it's an absolutely amazing like selection there, and it seems to run really quickly too. Um, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a bit of a lad in his cave, I think. <laughs> Yeah, like, how do you explain that? I mean, I wouldn't have expected that, and I'd, I'd imagine that, well, maybe people who are more, you know, experienced than me might uh, might know, but for me, I just expected it, the websites, the pages to be slow or something, but it's actually really responsive, and there is no way, say, I was, I was on a MacBook today, browsing the different uh, things that are hosted there, and you couldn't really tell that, you know, it didn't stand out in, in any way as being, like, uh, you know, underpowered hardware or anything less than a normal server. Yeah, I think because it's um, it's 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 machine of its time, so all the websites run on it are, are fairly lightweight. Um, a little bit of PHP in there, but it's mainly small images. So uh, quite lucky that um, my local network's quite good, so I can badly quickly streams uploads at hundred uh, k a second uh, without sort of breaking temperature sweat. So it it, it maintains um, server speed quite well. Mm-hmm. Okay, tell us about the network setup that you have. Are you, what, what way do you have you got the the machine connected to the internet? Um, so it's connected via a uh, PCMCIA um, 10 megabit network card, which uh, connects to a power line, which plugs into the power socket below it, which then connects to a router downstairs. Um, so that's kind of how it works. Wow. Um, again, it's it's quite impressive that it's able to you know sustain the kind of uh, the kind of speeds and throughput that it's that you need for those sites. Very good. Yeah, so the, the network card I, I purchased off eBay whew, 15 years ago. Uh, <laughs> I bought I bought loads about 99p each, mm-hmm. um, but it, it it just works and it's never let me down. Mm-hmm. So there's no need to change it. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, and the good thing is it's not it's not running in like 060. It's 030. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, a bit of history. <clears throat> what was your introduction to computing then? 
Was it Amiga Straightforward? Well, I, I, start, I started off on a, a, a VIC-20, um, kind of the late 80s. Um, got into the Amiga probably around about 94 with a 500 plus. Uh, we bought one as a family. The idea was that my mum would use it for office work, but of course that never happened. We all got into gaming uh, and kind of went from there. So then how did you make it to Amiga then? Did you go straight from the VIC-20 or was there something in between? No, so from the VIC-20, which I think it broke twice, we got it repaired once, it broke again. So then we got a, a Spectrum 1 to 8K, uh, which is kind of the, the first machine I, I remember as a child. Um, then, of course, the Amiga came along and it was a, I think it was a catalogue offer because it came quite cheap. And uh, I, we had that as a family and then that, that became my own personal machine around 96. I remember doing all my, my GCSE coursework on it using a software pro called PayPal to write all my coursework. Um, and then I got a 1200 probably quite late on from 98 uh, and that's the 1200 that is Bambi mm. wow so this is your original Amiga yes it is yeah that is amazing very good and so what, what other Amigas do you have there so currently I've got uh, three Amiga 1200s uh, one's a boxed uh, new old stock one from Petro mm-hmm. uh, two old uh, Commodore 1200s one which is Bambi I've got a 600 and then if you class the next generation stuff as Amiga, I've got a Sam 440 Flex as well that I use mm-hmm. from time to time. Very good. Decent collection there. <laughs> yeah, I had an awful lot more when I was younger, but uh, I gave most of that away. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a common story. Yes. Mm. Did you ever progress to, for example, Blizzard PPC as well? Yes, I had um, 1.3 Blizzard Power PCs and a Cyberstorm Power PC as well. <laughs> that's a uh, yeah, serious, serious bit of hardware. Some money now as well. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> no, I used to I used to beta test uh, OS four on the classic line. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So I did that probably from sort of the uh, early two thousands to about two thousand and six, where I'd, I bowed out. So that's why I had so many power PC cards kicking about. Mm, nice. Um, for the for the floppy disk service that you have, okay, so this is the latest addition to your site that I've seen. So when when you visit bambi-amiga.co.uk, there's a sort of um, a menu of what sections you can go to, which are kind of sites or projects hosted by, you know, wh- whoever set them up. And the newest one is a floppy disk service. Do you want to tell us a bit about that? Yeah, so um, I was setting up one of my 600s and I, and I thought how difficult it is to get a floppy disk of software that you need nowadays. So I thought if, if I try and remember some of my um, HTML coding from way back when, I might try and set up a, li- a little simple service where uh, you can upload an image to Bambi directly and, and then I'll convert that to a floppy disk using Bambi's floppy disk drive and then post it out to you. So if anyone that's got software where they're struggling to get it to the machines, mm-hmm. this is where Bambi comes into play. So um, there is a cost attribute to it but it's not massive i don't expect to get rich from it it's just more to cover the cost of the disc and the postage mm-hmm. yeah it, it's an incredible service and um what kind of do you use double density discs uh i know they're hard yeah. to come by at the moment or in yeah so so when you when you place an order you have the option to either you can either pick double density um i've got a probably a cache of about 100 of those left um from way back when but you can also pick high density discs which is a obviously a cheaper option but they're, they're not quite as re- most as reliable as a a true double lens disc might be. Mm-hmm. And where in the world have you been sending discs so far? Is it mostly around uh, Britain and the UK? Yeah, I've done a couple. I've done a couple across to to sort of mainland Europe, to Germany, um, Netherlands. I've done a couple to Belgium. 
I think the furthest I went away to was uh, Australia, and it was a guy who had a, a very unusual um, memory card expansion to his A500 that required some software on a floppy disk to make it work. I think it was called a it was called a Power PC, but it wasn't a Power <laughs> PC. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Very so interesting some, piece of some kit. of the old stuff was a bit bit funky like that, and you needed special special commands and during the startup to, to even just get them recognised. Yeah, so the, the guy the guy purchased the um, same floppy, but three versions of, just in case one or two failed, <laughs> so that's quite cool. Very good. Uh, good stuff. And yeah, because it, it's it's one of those things, like, I, I'm fairly all right, I've got enough machines knocking around, but it, there are a lot of people who are getting back into it and just, you know, they're just setting up their first, or their, their only Amiga after 20 years or whatever, and they need, uh, yeah, sometimes you've got a chicken and egg situation where you, you just can't get the software on for connecting to the network, for example, and it's, it's, it's I can see it being a super handy thing. Yeah, yeah, and I remember back in the day, um, transferring files via serial link through through uh, <laughs> terminals, which is a painful way of doing it. Yeah. Um, so, do you have any interest in you know so-called next-gen Amigas, uh, things like OS four, Morphos, Aros, or any of those? Yeah, I, I, I do follow current sort of Amiga shenanigans. Um, I think the whole Cloanto Hyperion Amiga Ring thing is a uh, uh, very disappointing for the for the user groups and the, and the people out there that are supporting the Amiga scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do have a, a, a G4 um, MacBook which runs Morphos that I play on from time to time. So I've got my Sam 440 which runs OS 4.1 Final Edition. Mm-hmm. So I'm still still there, but um, it's finding the time. You know, when people work and you've got family life, it's just very difficult to manage. So I do find myself more gravitated gravitate towards the old classic and the games and the old way of software. Mm-hmm. But I'd like a table, though, when it comes out. Yeah, same here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a uh, little uh, bored by the looks of it. Uh, yeah. I, th- I think it's we've been waiting for table for, like, now uh, two years. Years, yeah, yeah. At least. Yep. Yeah, about two years, I yeah. think, yes. Yeah. People are going to just going to take Trevor's hands off now with their teeth, like when it finally comes. Funnily, Trevor has one of my... Uh, well, he has uh, uh, my Amiga 1200, which I called Mindy, which is my PowerPC A1200. He, uh, I, I sold it to him for a steal when I sort of left the scene, mm. inverted commas. Oh, dear. Well, at least you know it's being loved. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's one thing you can definitely say. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say it gets dusted every morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so uh, we have a question that we ask everyone, uh, or every, everyone that we interview, and sort of a desert island question. So, uh, what would be your favourite application? Ooh, good question. My favourite application? I would say, because the amount I used it through my 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 my, uh, my, my life would be uh, uh, MIRC, mm-hmm. which is probably out, out, the, out the park there slightly, but... Uh, so in the, in the early early noughties, um, I lived on IRC. Uh, I remember. <laughs> so uh, I made made a lot of friends back in those days. So yeah, MIRC would be one of those applications I go back to time and time again. Mm. Uh, it is it's yes. good. It's very good. Another one. Um, what about your favorite game? I, I, I bet you've got tons. So uh, let's not restrict you to one. Maybe three. Three favorite games. Okay. So my my favorite game. Um, so if we're talking just Amiga based I think one of my favourite games would have been Super Frog mm-hmm. uh, love that game lived it and breathed it um, but there's so many other settlers you know uh, the interview we had at Ireland was fantastic oh yeah it was yeah, um, yeah you know, Stunt Car Racer um, Speedball Speedball 2 as as people might know I'm a bit of a whiz at that mm-hmm. although clearly not good enough <laughs> <laughs> I should have won never mind um, but outside of the Amiga scene uh, talking about other platforms 
not a lot. I, I kind of grew out of gaming once once I sort of passed the sort of Amiga thing. I quite like first-person shooters, but I like them more historical. So World War One, World War Two kind of stuff. I'm not really into mm-hmm. modern warfare and aliens and that kind of stuff. Doesn't really do, do, do much for me. A bit of realism's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I can relate to that. I think uh, after the Amiga, there was a gap, and then I got into a few things like Half-Life. I think was the uh, pinnacle of that, and then I just stopped gaming until I got back into Amiga. Okay, one more for you. Favorite mod or demo, if you have one. Oh well, favorite demo has got to be um, Spaceballs, State of the Art, by by far and away. I remember watching it when I was, oh, I don't know, maybe about twelve. I remember sitting in my bedroom with the lights off, and uh, with the the, the uh, section, it just flashed the room away, and it just blew me away. And even now, if I watch it today, even on YouTube, my the hairs on my arms stand up and end. Yeah. Just blows me away time and time again. It's a st- stunning bit of work it is. Yeah. And think it fits on one floppy disk mm-hmm. from memory. Yeah, it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible that these demos fit on. So, uh, because when I got back into Amiga, I wasn't really using floppy disk that much until more recently. Uh, it impresses me even more when you realise how little space these things took up. Mm. Yeah. So, Darren, right? If we go back to Bambi Amiga for a minute, um, let's say somebody wants to get in touch with you because they want to uh, host a website on Bambi or you know they want to host an email account or something like what kind of prerequisites do you have you know do you look for an Amiga does it need to be an Amiga related website or you know what do you look for no I'm, I'm open to anything really uh, obviously if you, if you go to uh, www.bambi-amiga.co.uk there's a, a contact form on there you can use um, I'll host anything and anything really as long as it will run as long as it's uh, fairly simplistic and uh, it doesn't go into too too much detail and too much depth in PHP I'll host it I'll run it okay mm-hmm. and I think that would be the final question now um, if you had to pick just one uh, memory what is your best memory of Amiga from the past my best memory of Amiga Indeed. from the past. Ooh, that, that's an interesting one. Um, I would say probably the, the very first Amiga event I ever went to, which was uh, an event called uh, Alt WA at a place near Huddersfield. Uh, I remember going on the train. Uh, quite, it was quite a long journey. I was quite young. I got there and it was like in a... A, a nightclub basement type place it's quite dark and there's a lot of lights and I just remember thinking you know I was, I was a, a fairly young teenager and I was just sort of blown away by all these Amiga machines that were all pumping out mods and, and demos mm-hmm. and that's probably the, the thing that sticks in my mind and, it, and, and, it, and it's one of those things that keeps me going today it's why I love going to all the events I get to because it, it, it's it's the people you know, it really is mm-hmm. I'm with you 100 there. Um, I would I would go to the Amiga events even if there was no hardware at them, you know. Yeah, just the people, people in a beer. That's me. <laughs> yeah. Um, have you any intentions of going to Germany in October? Yes, uh, flights are booked, um, hotels booked, so all being well, I'll be there. Good man, yourself. Good. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> You're committed. Yeah, I'm trying to trying to see if I can swing that one as well because I'd love to go. Yeah, I was I was at um, the 32 event. Uh, just under two years mm-hmm. ago, uh, that, it, it's something else. It, it's like it's like a, an Amiga event of yesteryear, the size and the yeah. scale of it. Wow! So yeah, good to get to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna yeah. try my best. Yeah, same here. I'm, we're, I'm in I'm in discussions with my other half. Yeah. Negotiations. Who, uh, also wants to go to Germany anyway, but yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Lovely stuff. Well, um, Darren, long may it last, Bambi-Amiga.co.uk. It's absolutely incredible. It's I, I genuinely think it's the most interesting Amiga application going. And even the latest edition with the floppy disk, it's such a practical, useful thing that people need that, what, that also wasn't available anywhere else. Like, it's an absolute diamond. So fair play to you, and thanks for making it available. Thank you very much. So if anyone else has got any ideas or things I can do that expand it on... I'm all ears, you know. I'm there to help and to support the community as best as I can. Brilliant. Thanks a lot. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks. Oh, absolutely. Our, pre- our pleasure. And thanks to everyone for listening to the podcast. And uh, our next episode will be out the first Thursday of the next month. And we'll talk to you then. Bye-bye. 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 Bye, all. <laughs>